And I can see the ground now, I'm way too gone, way too gone. Alright, legends, welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me. It's me, Billy Darcy. What a time to be alive, you know? Positivity keeps on rolling. I can see out my window today, actually, is some blokes doing a bit of traffic controlling out there. And, uh, you know what? Thank fuck, I'm not them, you know? So I might be unemployed, but, you know, there's there's jobs out there that are just pretty, they suck. And so the silver line is I may not have a job, but also don't have a job that sucks. So I don't know. I bet, yeah, there's something in that for sure. Put that on a billboard, you know? Controlling traffic. I've done it before. Let's let's take a moment. Let's hope I never have to do it again. You know, they call me. You know, they call me Jamboree at soccer because I control the action. But I will not be controlling any traffic, hopefully ever again. So that's there's a silver lining, and uh, it's episode eighty-four. Okay, uh, people have been telling me that. Why do I say it's episode etc. when I clearly know the episode number? And do you know what? You've bested me, okay? I knew the episode number. I was trying to come across as blasé by pretending I didn't. Trying to trying to impress you all with how, how cool and calm I was. But I always knew which episode it was. And today's 84. So I hope you're happy. You dogs. But anyway, um, look. It's, it's a turbulent time here in my house. The lad pad, if you will. New beginnings. Let's talk about them. Because I've had two roommates move out. Two new roommates move in. What a time to be alive, okay? The two blokes that left, Brad and Matt, two of my best mates, love them to death. Unfortunately, they found what I believe some people call love. Am I am I pronouncing that right? Love. They found um, girlfriends, if you will, women to, uh, to love and care for them and hold them when it gets tough. And fair play, lads. Fair play, you know. They've moved on to bigger and better things. Nice. They've, they've gone from the, uh, you know, the old rickety lad pad to some nice apartments you know very mature an apartment and uh and yeah so a best of luck to them um i hope your girlfriends are keen to fucking drink half a case of cotton dry on the roof on a tuesday i i don't want to speak out of school but i doubt they will i doubt they will so they'll have to make some adjustments there there's no doubt uh moving into the lad pad and it's it's very exciting we've had the return of my friend adam who stayed with us for two months uh, over the summer um adam if if you weren't listening to the pod basically adam's house was getting renovated he said i need to stay here for two weeks and he wormed his way into two months uh he got out of paying rent at every opportunity and even when we finally agreed he'd be paying 100 bucks a week he would routinely uh try and negotiate that as if it was like the fucking stock market or some shit you know it'd be like have you got your 100 bucks he'd be like oh yeah but i bought i bought a pizza and you guys had a few slices on Tuesday, so maybe I'll just pay like 85. And it's like, oh, that's not even close to how rent works. Oh, no. And uh, so we've, we're really drilling into him that rent is a consistent figure that must be paid every week. And he's wrapping his head around that. He's across the hall from me, so that's very exciting. And, um, and then we've got my cousin uh, who's moved in. He's a, he's a model who eats very few carbs every week. Um, he eats a very strict diet, so he could be a good influence on the pad, um, because I'm not hundred percent sure which carbs are good carbs, but I know I'm eating, I, I can tell I'm eating the bad ones by how I feel afterwards, you know? So my cousin's moved in, Danny, he might be a good influence health wise, I hope. 
But, you know, the lad pad is very exciting around here because we actually had, I don't want to speak out of school, a celeb come over the other night. A bloody celeb. No, it wasn't me. I know I'm a public figure. Um, but we had a genuine celeb come over. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, it, I, I will say who it is. Uh, Reese Hodge, who plays for the Wallabies. Very exciting. Okay. So he came over, current Wallaby, uh, plays for the Melbourne Rebels, I believe. And unfortunately, he made a sign non-disclosure agreements before he came over and they did that thing where you put you, you, you have got to put your iphone in a in a zip one of those lock bags um you know so but man i tell you what wild some of the stories i wish i could relay i really do but unfortunately that that's how it is when you're hanging with celebs you know it's all very you private respectful and i've always said this with celebrities the thing is you, there's this myth that they're just like us, okay? And it is a myth because they're better than us. Never forget that. They've got more money, they're better looking, they're more charismatic, and their girlfriends are hotter. In what world does that not make them better than us? Okay? Oh, you know, they tie their shoes one at a time. Yeah, but they're $400 shoes, okay? So, you know, with celebrities, the key is to tiptoe around them and treat them like absolute deities until they eventually sort of take an interest in you as, as sort of a, a, a subservient person. And that's what I was able to do with Reese. I, uh, I, you know, I remember he said he likes music, so I did, did a few little dances for him. I said, hey, hey Reese, how do you like that? And uh, a few little things like that. And eventually, once I established a, a hierarchy that he was, in fact, the alpha, we had a, a very fun night. Unfortunately, I can't, I, once again, the non-disclosure agreements, but very exciting, very exciting night. And I hope that'll be the first of many celebs to come through the pad. Uh, we did have um, a guy from Married at First Sight over once. That was very exciting. And I don't think we've had anyone else, unfortunately. But more celebs to come. So if you're listening to this, you bloody celebs, come over the lad pad. Bring your own beers. That's a house policy. I won't be bending that for anyone. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so it's all very exciting. People coming, people going. We had, um, how's this, my, uh, we had, uh, so we had, uh, my cousin move in over the weekend, helping him move and stuff, and, uh, his, his mate helped him move, and goes, and Danny's like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna stay around for, for a drink, this bloke, Matt. I said, fantastic, love it. So he stays around for a drink, we go up to the bottle shop, I get, um, I get a, I get a case, what am I like, hey, <laughs> what's everyone else drinking, am I right? 24 beers. What's this? Breakfast? <laughs> Bants. And uh, anyway, so this bloke Matt's behind me. He puts down on the on the desk about, I would say, roughly 47 cans of bourbon and Coke. I go, holy shit, this guy's a lunatic. So I go, fuck, he's going to need somewhere to stay tonight. We can't have bloody Matt driving with all this, all lick it up, you know? So we get back to the pad. I said, hey, Matt, would you like to stay the night? You know, plenty of room here at the pad. He goes, mate, that'd be awesome. I go, no stress at all. Anyway, we have one more beer. Matt goes, just got to duck out to the car. Uh, it's night time at this point. He comes back, full bathrobe and Ugg boots. This son of a bitch was going to stay the whole time. He assumed he was going to stay. This is unbelievable. This is the most arrogant thing I've ever seen in my life. The guy had the goal to come back in full pajamas, including Ugg boots. And go, yeah, th thanks again for letting me stay. I go, what? You were always going to stay. He goes, nah, nah, I just had this in the car, didn't I? I go, this wily son of a bitch, you know, one of the sneakiest moves I've ever seen, you know? 
I, I've, I've, I should have told him to drive home for, for the sheer the sheer arrogance of what he had just pulled off. And part of me admired him, to be honest. Uh, the, the old, you know, assume assume you're going to stay over. The guy had a freaking... He, he brought he brought a suitcase in. He was dead set bunkering down for a week. But it was unbelievable. I've never seen... Ar- arrogance is the word. The next morning, I, f- I, I went to him. I go, oh, Matt, do you mind if I borrow your car? And he was like, oh, what for? I go, just go up the shops. And he was like, oh, okay. And I said, oh, actually, I already borrowed it. Here are your keys back. <sighs> Have some of that. How does that feel on the other end, Matt? You know? But this guy was wily. So it just goes to show you can never be too sure who you've invited into your house, you know? Some of them some of them may have freaking a duffel bag filled with supplies. They might be bunkering down in your in your second living room. So that was unbelievable. But uh I tell you what, we um how's this? I thought I would bring the family together. I set up a family group chat with my actual family. Not my not the Ladpad boys, but uh so I set up a family group chat, me, my brother, sister, my mum and my dad. Little text group chat, hey? <clears throat> just streamline sort of some of our communications. My dad has never replied to a text I've sent him anyway. Um, I don't know if he, like, he never uses his phone. Like, he'll he'll go to work and leave his phone at home. He's like, why would I need it? And it's like, I can think of several reasons. You work in IT. Like, if anyone needs their phone, it's definitely you. But he just, he's not a phone guy. So he's, he, he doesn't reply to texts anyway. My mum, if she replies... It's 99% of the time passive aggressive because I've moved out. She thinks like I've, I've like left her. Like, so I'll be like, hey, mom, how, uh, can I come over for dinner this week? And she's like, hi, stranger. Maybe you know my son, Billy. I haven't heard from him in a while. And it's like, all right, Jenny, just fucking, okay. All right, let's, I, I haven't seen you in a week. Let's just calm it down, okay? Let's just shut it down. And my sister texts me a lot, mostly abuse, I will say. And we have a healthy relationship. Me and my brother text a bit, not heaps. But, so I go, how about we chuck all this in a family group chat, streamline the communications. My sister was drunk, immediately started abusing me in the family group chat. Because uh, it was a Saturday night, she's like, oh my God, as if you're texting us, like maybe if you had a girlfriend, you'd have someone to talk to. And it's like, all right, Tabitha, how about you just check your attitude at the door, okay? This group chat has been set up for family harmony, okay? I don't care for your attitude. I don't care if you've had a bottle and a half of white wine. All right, this is family now. All right, so she's teeing off. My brother, he, he's missing action. I, my dad, I assume his phone is at the bottom of his veggie garden or something. And then my mum, she thinks the freaking family group chat is a virus attacking her phone. She she responds to, "Hey, how, how's everyone's night going?" She goes, "Excuse me, I do not remember signing up to a group chat uh, system. Please remove me immediately." She thinks it's like freaking. Russians trying to trying to hack into her phone or something, and then we're like, no, no, mom, it's a family, it's a family group chat, and I think maybe our numbers didn't come up, come up on her phone or something. I don't know. So my sister named the family group chat Squad. So my mom's next test text was, "Dear Squad, please stop attempting to communicate with me, or I will call the police." Regards, Jenny Darcy, and it's like, Jesus Christ, this family group chat is falling apart at the seams already. You know, so mum's freaking out. Uh, then I te- I text through a bit of banter, me with a beer, hey, and then Tabitha immediately straight on that. She goes, "Hot, oh, notice you're alone in that photo." Shock, and it's like, oh my god, I'm fucking sick of this. You know, 
Mum's freaking calling the police in the other room going, there's a, there's a virus in my phone. Come help. Mum left the group chat because she was so terrified. She thought we were fucking communists or something. Disaster. The Darcy family group chat. It lived from 5 p.m. Saturday night till 7.30 Saturday night before it was laid bare. And, I, and my dad doesn't even know it ever existed. So that was disappointing. Then... The next day, my sister explained the concept of a family group chat to my mum. So she set up another one and she's like, hey, how's everyone's heads feeling after their Saturday night? Ha ha. It's too late, Jenny. It's too late. Okay. It's over. You, th- you thought your son was a communist and now I don't, feel, I don't feel loved anymore. So that's the end of that. So that was a fucking disaster. But anyway, the other big thing that we came across... On uh, Saturday night, I should say. So, my cousin Danny moves in. He's, and he's got all these gaming consoles. Big gamer. Now, what Danny didn't know, and what most of us didn't know, unfortunately, my roommate Sam has a gaming addiction from way back. This guy, as soon as the PlayStation came out, he turned into an absolute psychopath. He, he literally was screaming at the screen just losing his mind around 11 p.m he ordered everyone go to bed so he could he could focus properly and um and start his fifa ultimate team and get it get it back to where it was guy hasn't picked up a a gaming controller in like seven years and then and then when we went out the room to get a drink he went on youtube on the playstation and um looked up his old call of duty compilations from when he was like 15 and just made us watch like half an hour of him no scoping freaking 14 year old kids and he commentated it the whole way. He was like, oh, watch out, lads. Just another no-scope. Hang on, Bill. Another no wasn't it? Oh, boys, this is a good one. <laughs> Shock. Another no And it was like, we ought to sit through this. His freaking... <laughs> his YouTube account was called The Slaughterhouse. <laughs> and um, at the start of the compilations, he would put a Muhammad Ali quote. So it would be like... <laughs> Oh my God, this is unbelievable. He put like a Muhammad Ali quote like, you know, like the man who who stands for something has nothing to lose. And then it would like transition into a DMX song like as he's killing people in COD. And they went for like 15 minutes and we watched like three of them. (sighs) Fucking hell, dude. Fucking hell. You just don't know what people have in their past, you know? Unbelievable. So we had to drag him off the console. And, uh, and that was Saturday night. I, I would say Saturday night was just a bunch of disasters back to back to back and didn't leave the house as per. So what about this? I've started reading, I've started reading, uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 rules for life, a very popular self self-help book. Love a self-help book. You know, I always get a couple of hot tips and then you know, for a week, you, you're freaking, you're eating salads, walking around, saluting people, and then you forget it all. But for that week, you feel like a champion. Um, but here's the thing. I'm doing this on this audiobook. And audiobooks, I don't know. It's my first ever audiobook. I listen to podcasts all the time. You should too. But these audiobooks, you dead set need to be in complete solitude to get through them because... I'll. I'm in the lab pad. If I want to sit on the uh, on the patio, soak up a bit of sun, listen to an audiobook, people start chatting to you. There's something goes, and then like you go, oh, what was that? Whatever. 
And then Jordan Peterson doesn't know that someone's just asked you about where, what we're having for dinner tonight. He just keeps plowing ahead. So now you're freaking four sentences ahead. You got to go back. It's very, it's very frustrating. And and Jordan Peterson, I don't want to speak out of school, but from one audio medium participant to another, let's get a bit of fucking, you know, energy into your audio book reading. You know, it's just so monotonal. It's like, it's like, do you want me to improve as a person or not, Jordan? Because you're making it very hard. And this bloke does this thing that so many uh, self-help people do is like, they'll tell you a lesson, but they'll tell you, they'll teach you the lesson the longest way possible. So they seem like the smartest. So I was dead set an hour and a half into this audiobook, And all I'd heard about was the mating patterns of lobsters. He was using the lobster to make a bigger point. But it was an hour and a half of, of about how lobsters um, decide who the alpha male is, about how lobsters, you know, shed skin and find shelter and, and mate and the alpha male gets... And basically the whole thing was... Uh, the lobster with the best posture, he gets all the best uh, the best sorts and the best food and all this because his posture is so good. And the whole point of the chapter was stand up straight. And it's like, could we not just fucking give me the cliff notes, you know? I don't need to hear about lobsters. And, and so many uh, self-help people do this. Like, they always go the long way to seem smart. It's like, like you see those videos of Gary V. He'll, someone will be like, uh, Gary V., um, you know, I want to, I want to open my own, I, oh, oh, they'll be like, Gary V, I want to be more confident. And instead of just being like, here's how you be more confident, Gary V will be like, why would you want to be confident? Tell me. And then the guy will be like, he'll be like, oh, you know, I want to, you know, stand up for myself more and, and get a girlfriend and start a business. And Gary V's like, confidence, <laughs> overconfidence is what kills businesses. Okay, you want to be anxious. Me, I'm so anxious. You know, every second of every day, I'm wondering what my enemies are up to. Confidence? I don't have time for confidence. And it's like, what? What is this roundabout? Just tell him to freaking to exercise and stand up straighter. All right, just he, he wants to be more confident. Just tell him. Just tell him, Gary V. You know, but these goddamn self-help people. You know, and so I'm an hour and a half in, and I'm still learning about lobsters. And here's the thing, you don't know where he's going with it, so you got to keep listening. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, just tell me, this is to all self-help gurus, by the way, to all, uh, you know, what, whatever you call them, life coaches, I think is the word, Tony Robbins, etc. Maybe The Rock as well. All we want to know is how to become shredded millionaires. Okay? That's all anyone wants. That's And that's it across the board. Every person who picks up these books... The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, 12 Rules for Life, you know, how to freaking, how to be a champion in the, in a climate that hates women or whatever it is. That last one was very specific, but it's made up. <laughs> All we want to know is how to be shredded millionaires and that's it, okay? I want to look like Mark Wahlberg and have his bank account, all right? Do you know, I would love to know this, this whole idea of having a passion for business no one has a passion for business. They want money. Is that not obvious? You know, Gary Vee being like, oh my God, my, you know, I, I love, I love business. What the fuck is business? All right. Do you think the guy working at a butcher reading 12 rules for life has time to learn about lobsters? 
and and pretend he has a passion for business. He wants to be a shredded millionaire. You know? The Woolies chick, the checkout chick reading it. Shredded millionaire. You know? That's all anyone wants. So if we could just, if someone could just release a book and it's fucking 15 pages long and each chapter is just directly about getting shredded or getting rich or both. And that's it. That's all we want. That's all anyone wants. Okay? So if we could do that from now on, that would be fantastic. Um, so, so I'm out there improving myself is what I'm saying. It's a brag. I'm engaging in self-help. So am I better than you? Yes. Yes, I, I'm, I can confidently say that now because I'm looking to improve myself. And that's the bravest thing you can do. I think Gandhi said that. Or my mum. I can't remember. But anyway. So I want to talk about a few more things. Alright, we're at the 20 minute mark. And I'll tell you what. Let's hope a fucking bat flies into this room at the 25 minute mark. Otherwise, it's going to be a short one. But anyway. So, alright, I will say this. I am on TikTok now. Okay? Get around me on TikTok. Get around me on Instagram. Get around me on Facebook. Get around me on YouTube. Just everyone who is supporting the pod and the stand-up, I appreciate it. And now there's another medium for which you can attempt to launch this career. <laughs> if, 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 my, if my career was a rocket, it would still be attached to that metal thing that holds it up on the ground. <laughs> I'd still, like, they'd still be like, uh, uh, hang on, we just saw a, a metal flap fall off, we better check that out. And I'm still, I've been in the cockpit, waiting, just going, launch! And they're like, sorry, Billy, we've we've found another flap that's fallen off. Just go and, go and have a sandwich, mate, chill out. This is going to take uh, four or five years to fix. But TikTok, this could be it. This could be my rocket to the moon. We don't know. We don't know. And, and we don't have the answers. That's what's exciting. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of people sort of go viral during the quarantine. It's very exciting. I reckon I'm, I'm one video away from fucking packing out the Enmore Theatre, for sure. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So let's just... Uh, if if freaking... Who, who's someone... If someone famous could put me on the Instagram story, that'd be, uh, that'd be cool. Um, maybe I should just... You know what? Each day I get closer and closer to applying for MasterChef. And I'm not a good cook, but I think I'm charismatic enough to just make it into that last 12. And and then from there, you know, let's put it on. It's a personality contest from there. So that that could be that could be the uh, the ticket. Anyway, so I'm on TikTok. The ticket could be TikTok. But I love TikTok. It's very funny. I will say um, the thing that's cool about TikTok is like anyone can just become famous. That's what's so cool about it. Like any video can just blow up for what seems to be little to no reason, um, which is fucking awesome. And, um, and, and by the way, for any comedians who aren't on TikTok, I was on there today. Carl Barron is on TikTok. I'm, I'm certain it's not him. It'd be some, one of his managers, but I'm pretty sure if Carl Barron is on TikTok, everyone should be on TikTok, you know? Um, but I love, I love, um, I love TikTok because at the start it was very creative, you know, everyone was doing like weird shit, but it quickly reverted to the natural hierarchy TikTok, and that is that hot chicks rule the roost, and don't you ever fucking forget it, okay? 
You might have done the most creative, crazy thing with your mate, but this chick's wearing a push-up bra dancing to Drake, and I can't share it enough, okay? <laughs> Dude, some of these girls on TikTok are just wild. Like, some of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. And I don't even know, like, it just goes to show that whatever you're doing, if a, ch- if a chick with huge tits does it, she's going to get twice the applause, twice the uh, the followers, twice the, the fanfare, and and why shouldn't she? Cracking set, you know? And that's just how it is. That's just the world we live in, and I'm I'm not mad at it at all. But I was uh, I will say TikTok is just the thing with TikTok is when you're going on the for you page or whatever, you just don't know who's going to pop up, and sometimes you just see like the hottest chick on the planet pop up, and it's just like, I mean, what do I do with this, you know? Some of these chicks are just wild, and like, and some of them have got to be underage. I will say, so you just got to be you just don't know who you're looking at. Um, but yeah, these are uh, these girls unbelievable on tiktok i've never seen anything like it i i I don't follow any like hot chicks on instagram because i always just think like you know you're walking you're at work on a tuesday you see some freaking some topless model on instagram it's like oh sweet now i have a boner and it's lunchtime on a tuesday i'm at work what the how is this useful to me in any way any way shape or form what am i going to do with this you know i've got stuff to do but um tiktok you can't really control who comes up so it's just some of these birds are just wild and it's insane because, and I love the challenges. Like there'll be all these challenges where you got to dance in a certain way or whatever. And it's like some of the like lads will do them and it's like, yeah, that's, that's funny. They'll put like a funny twist on it. And then some like absolute 10 in a sports bra does it. And it's like, oh, this is, this is like what they did, but much, much better, like much, much better. And it's just wild. I, I wonder, like some of these girls are like 19 with like a million TikTok followers. I wonder what you do with that. Like, I wonder, I guess you just become an influencer. I guess they all follow you on Instagram and then, uh, you know, you're selling poor, poor cream and fuck, you're off to the races. Fuck, what a time to be alive. But uh, I, I tell you what, there's some chicks on there that, and if I'm coming off as a massive creep talking about this, it's because any that, it, it, that's just how it is on TikTok. All right, these chicks are so hot and there's nothing you can do about it. So, but... There's some of these chicks where they've cracked into some sort of weird code. I don't know what it is, but they're not even, there's some chicks who are like tense, but they're, they're fully clothed, like not, not wearing like a bra or whatever, like wearing, wearing shirts and stuff. And they'll just like, they'll just like smile at the camera. It's like a four second video. They'll just like kind of smile at the camera and just give, give you a look like, you know, I'm, you know, anything could happen. You know, like they'll just give you this alluring look and you think that was a four second video where she smiled. This can't really be anything. Oh my God. It has 4 million likes. Okay. All righty then. What the fucking hell is going on here? And those chicks are the ones that have really got TikTok by the balls. You know, the chicks who are like dancing with like literally like freaking nipple tassels to, to DMX, like fair play. Like the results are there for everyone to see. But these chicks who are like, they'll just kind of like, There'll be like, not even music playing, like, there'll be like uh, audio from like a TV show, like a How I Met Your Mother quote, and they'll just like say the quote, and then at the end just kind of smile at the camera, and like slightly lick their lips, and you're like, that was a six second video where really nothing happened, but it's got, there's something about it, I don't know what these girls are doing, but it's like, it's the girl next door, that's what it is, they, they, they give you that look, they go like, you know, if we, uh, if we got to know each other, who knows? But they know. 
But it's, it's bizarre. I saw this chick the other day who literally all her videos are just her. Um, she just like smiles at the camera for like maybe four seconds. She has like two million followers. Unbelievable. But TikTok is the Wild West, dude. I don't know what goes on. They should probably put a fucking... Uh, you know, some of these chicks, you look, you're like, you're watching their videos, you go, you know, this is just silly. And then you're watching like 15 videos in a row, you're like, fuck. And then at the end, you're like, oh God, she, please tell me she's 18. You know, like some of these 16, 17 year old birds on there, like just shut it down. Like this is just, I mean, do you want people to get their heads flopped off? Because this is how it starts, you know? You, for, I, think, I think the pendulum goes both ways. For how hot chicks are, you can never underestimate how hot some girls could be. But I think that goes the other way that you can never underestimate how much of a psychopath some guys are. You know, for the hottest chick, there's a guy who's equally as fucking weird. All right. And these girls have to put up with that. You know, their DMs must be unbelievable. Like they must, I'd just have the police on speed dial if I was some of these birds. I really would. But fuck yeah, it's a, it's a weird platform, but uh, I'm, I like it. I do like it. And it's funny as fuck. There's some absolute bants on there. And uh, so you can get around me on TikTok, but I suggest you just get around some of these hot chicks instead, because let's be honest, <laughs> their content's better. And you know what? I don't know them personally, uh, but I would assume they're better at stand-up as well. I, I can confidently say some of these TikTok birds, if they tour, my God, the next Dave Chappelle, I can only assume. Do you know how much charisma you have to have to get 4 million likes on a video where you smile and that's it? You don't even say it. You just slightly smile. 4 million likes. I put up a freaking three-minute stand-up video yesterday on Facebook. I think it got 10 comments. <laughs> oh, boy. This this career rocket is fucking going, though. I got a feeling. I got a good feeling. I, I watched Talladega Nights the other night where Ricky Bobby's like, well, at the end of the day, I piss talent. No one can hang with me. I am excellent. That's me in the shower. Dude, I tried to have a relaxing... Uh, I had nothing to do the other day. Shock. And so I was like, oh, mate, I'll take the Bluetooth speaker into the shower and just have like a half hour shower. You know? What an absolute treat because we don't, we don't pay for water at this house for some reason. So I go, let me just have a half hour shower. And then like, I just ended up fucking pretending I was fighting blokes in my head for like 20 minutes. And I got out like, I was like all stressed. I was like, whoa. I just, I just did 20 minutes of pretending I was in pub fights. And some of them I lost. I don't know why. You just never know what's going to happen. I'm not good at relaxing, you know? But yeah, okay. Well, I had high hopes for this pod, but I tell you what, we are going down. We're going down swinging. I will say this. Okay. So, oh yeah, so how's this? I, I, I owe like about mm, a lot of money in fines at the moment. I've got two uh, sp uh, speeding fines. Or one red light, one speeding fine. All right. So about $800. Allegedly, um, I fought one of the fines and was uh, swiftly told that uh, that my appeal had no merit. So whatever. Um, the thing is, they thought I was actually fighting the fine. When you appeal a, uh, a speeding fine, they it takes them 30 days to process it. I was just buying time. Okay. It was a decoy. You've fallen into my trap. I have the upper hand. Um but I've got to pay these fines and uh, obviously got no money. So that's a problem for me to solve in my own time. Um, but I will say, I love these, uh, also on TikTok, like 
all these uh, the police are on TikTok now, and and like police Facebook pages are just absolute bants now. Like New South Wales Police Force, the Facebook page is ninety nine percent for bants and one percent for actual police business, and the only time they put up um like real police business is when they go like. They know what they're doing. Like they never say this guy broke into a um broke into a house. Has anyone seen him? It's always like this guy was caught jacking off a dog in the local park. Has anyone seen him? And then it's like forty thousand comments of people tagging their mates, being like, "Oh, Jason, huh, you jacking off dogs again, mate?" Ah. <laughs> so like the the cops are just absolute banshee now, and I do enjoy it. But here's the thing: can someone? <laughs> Can we get some consistency here? Because, you know, you're on the New South Wales Police Force Facebook page. It's absolute bants. It's memes everywhere. You know, they love their memes. They'll do a lot of public holiday ones. Like they did a, you know, the Easter long weekend, like the Easter bunny's going to catch you speeding or whatever. Fun stuff. And, uh, but then (laughs) the last two blokes who've pulled me over have been absolute cunts. So (laughs) can we get some consistency you know, can someone tell these middle-aged highway patrol blokes that police are trying to seem more f- more friendly? Because all these social media is doing is lulling you into a, a false sense of security. Like, uh, the last time I got pulled over, I was doing, allegedly, I don't know if I should talk about this, but like, it's whatever, but just, um, I was doing like 60, I was doing like 57 in a 50. And I get pulled over. The guy's like 50 and like, immediately I got got my license. I go, I, I'm, I'm sorry, officer, I shouldn't have been speeding. And he goes, and immediately this guy just starts teeing off of me. And it's like, oh, here we go. It's the big song and a dance. And it's like, who is this for? It's just you and me here. So the guy, this guy, he's like 53, pulls up. He goes, he goes, holy shit, chief, where's the fire? And I go, oh, for fuck. I go, I, I shouldn't have been speeding, sir. And he goes, hey, mate, just a quick one. Um, I want to know why you think the rules don't apply to you. And I go, I don't think that, officer. I'm sorry. And he goes, okay, mate, because I was just over there minding my own business. You come through doing 57 in a 50. I've got you on audio. I've got you on video, mate. Speedo's got it all. What do you have to say? He goes, hey, you think you can just what, do whatever you want, do you, mate? And I go, I don't think that at all, officer. I apologize. Here's my license. Also, by the way, clean record at this point. I had five years clean. And by clean, I mean um, five years driving where every every speeding fine I got, uh, my mum just copped the demerit points for me. Thank you, Jenny. Still appreciate it. But to this cop, I've got a clean record and he's just, he's absolutely just like abusing me. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not the biggest deal, but it's like, who's this for? You know? And, and I was late, I was late to work as well. Not, not that that's an excuse, but then it's like this highway patrol guy is just like screaming in my face. And it's like, mate, what happened to the memes? What happened to the funny posts? I saw the riot squad do a fucking, a TikTok dance yesterday. Were you, were you not in on that? Let's get some consistency. Are we dancing? Are we being fucking hard noses? What are we doing? Because they, they, all they've done is they've they've made you think the police are absolute legends, and then they pull you over. This guy starts tasting you. So it, it's very hard to know what to what to expect with these cops these days. I think because all the young cops are like cool and fun, and um, obviously still you know doing their jobs, but you know they're they're obviously and these like guys who lived you know they were cops in the eighties. They don't even know what TikTok is, but whoever it is, they'll fucking shoot them. You know, some of these highway patrol guys are just fucking, ugh. But, but, um, I don't know. I will say, I will say to balance this out, because I'm not anti-police. I hate, I hate it when, um, people like, my, my, so I'd like some consistency with the, with the cops. Are we, are we 
Are we doing TikTok dances or are we tasing people? Let's let's do one or the other, in my opinion, because I don't want to see I don't want to see the riot squad in a TikTok dance and then have a knee in my back for jaywalking the next day. You know, let's pick what we're doing and let's stick to it. Okay, uh, but I will say it goes both ways because one of my absolute pet peeves is like fucking white twenty-year-old blokes from like the North Shore who are like, "All cops are dogs. Fuck the pigs." It's like I'm sorry, Tyler. Did your dad just get done for embezzling money out of the ANZ bank? Like, like what? What are you talking? Didn't you, you went to freaking one of the most expensive private schools in Sydney? All cops are pigs, are they? Get your fucking life together, okay? I'm sorry if, if your mum got caught driving on freaking half a bottle of white wine and a bag of coke, but like, get this attitude out of here. I've seen it so much because like obviously I'm I guess one of these people. Like I'm pretty you know come from the the North Shore of Sydney white and well off it's a fucking cakewalk out here all right but but i got like people i went to school with who were like oh fuck all cops are dogs wouldn't trust a cop if my life depended on it. it's like shut the fuck up just shut up like you sheltered piece of shit like all cops are dogs what because they because they shut down your 17th birthday party you know what all cops are dogs because they confiscated your weed last week like just fucking grow up here all right i hate that so I like some some consistency from the cops, and I'd like people who've never had an experience with the police stop calling them dogs, for Christ's sake. I've had lots of experiences with the police. I'm not a criminal, but just over the years, and I've had some great experience with the cops. One time, I was passed out in a gutter, and the cops put me in the back of a paddy wagon, drove me home, and how's this? This is the coolest thing a cop ever did for me. I was about maybe 18. Literally had no. I, I believe my drink was spiked. I will say that. I'll go on record saying that. I believe my drink may have been spiked, but I was literally in the gutter. Drove me home. But as this, this is the coolest thing. They dropped me around the corner from my house. They go, Where, is it the next street? I go, yeah. And they go, right, well, get out here then. And you can walk, you can walk home. And so then I, I was able, because I was living with my parents. So then I was able to walk home and go to bed rather than like the freaking paddy wagon dropping me off outside. You know, Jenny Darcy would be in freaking hysterics. I'd be grounded for life. So cops, uh, cops can be legends. Cops can be uh, aggressive or whatever. But, but I love the memes. I love the TikToks. But someone tell these grizzled highway patrol blokes. And next time you freaking arrest some nineteen-year-old rich kid, put a fucking knee in his back, eh? Eh? But yeah. So, what was the point of any of that? Hard-hitting issues. All right. One thing, I just want to talk briefly about Star Wars, and then I'm going to put the third episode of the Celebrity Corona Cull at the end of this. And the third one, probably the best one in my opinion. So, we just had May the 4th on Monday. Now, did I watch Star Wars all day? Um, Yes, yes I did. Me and my new roommate Adam, we watched Star Wars all day. The Clone Wars series finished, fantastic. Um, I will say... Two-parter here. Why are Star Wars fans such losers? You know, like, anytime I meet a guy who likes Star Wars, like me, if they're really into it, it's, like, a bad thing. Like, I'll be like, oh, dude, like, I love Star Wars too. Like, did you like, how good was Episode Nine? The amount of people I told, well, I saw Episode Nine three times in the cinemas because I had three different friend groups go see it, but also I loved it. And every time I told someone who loved Star Wars that I loved Episode Nine, they were like, you're kidding. You like that fucking hack Disney bullshit? It's a disgrace. I didn't even go to see it. I'll never see it. And it's like, what are you talking about? 
there was lightsaber battles. People getting their heads blown off. You know? There was... The Emperor was shooting lightning out of his hands. Like, mate, if, you, if you're going in for the cinematography or whatever, go watch a freaking... A French film with the subtitles on, you fucking loser. Like, why are Star Wars fans like this? Like, they have to be so critical of everything. You know? Oh, I can't believe... You know, oh, this director's doing it. Like, he's a fucking... He's a hack bullshit artist. Like, this is gonna suck. You may as well spit on George Lucas's legacy. It's like... Why don't you just try and enjoy it, at least? At least try and enjoy it. Like, I would never go to a, a film that I like and be like... And be hoping it sucks. Which is what a lot of Star Wars fans do. I used to work with this guy who's a diehard Star Wars fan. And he'd be like... He'd look at all the spoilers before the film came out. I don't know why anyone would do that. And then, and then he'd... He wouldn't watch it for two months and he'd fucking stomp around as everyone watched it being like, I'll never see that bullshit. Like, it's a disgrace. You know, the original trilogy is, is all that's worth seeing. You know, after after 1983, Star Wars died in my eyes. And then he'd eventually see it and then he'd, and then he'd be like, oh, I saw it because my friend begged me to and I still hated it. God. Anyone who likes that movie should kill themselves. Like, you know, it's not even, it's not even original. Uh, it's not even uh, sticking to the original law. You know, they went away from the original canon. And it's like, why don't you go away from the original canon? I made a fucking drop a, a, an original canon on you. Well, it didn't really work, but but still, these fucking choochers, you know. But then how's this? The, the other day I saw one of a mate of mine. He was like, I was like, oh man, like um, what do you do on Monday? Come around watching Star Wars. And he was like, I'm not a fucking nerd. And I was like, oh, here we go. Okay, okay. And I just I took exception to that. Okay. Fair play. I'll say this. Star Trek, if you're into Star Trek, you're a fucking nerd. I'll say that. Uh, Star Wars, though, that's just great cinema, okay? And also, isn't nerdy, like this guy, this guy who told me Star Wars is for nerds is 26, still lives with his parents, and is terrified of public speaking. I used to go to uni with him, and he'd be, we'd be doing a presentation in front of, like, the other 11 people in our class, and he'd be like, to, to, today, I want to talk, to, to, talk to you about the m- media industry, <laughs> and, it, and he's like, yeah, oh, what, you like lightsabers, you're a nerd? It's like, Jason, you had a panic attack in our freaking media 201 class. How's that not nerdy, you know? Hey, Jason. You had two confirmed roots in 2017. How is that not nerdy? You know, what are we... You're 26. You earn 70k a year. Full-time job. You still live with your parents. Nerd. You're a fucking nerd, bruh. Okay? I reckon just... We gotta redefine the word nerd, you know? I don't... Like, uh... People... <laughs> People are like, oh, like, yeah, you like Star Wars, you're a nerd. It's like, is it not nerdier to stay in on a Friday night? Like, like people are like, oh, yeah, no, I can't afford to come out tonight. I'm um, saving my pennies. You know, got to uh, got to save up and uh, in, invest in some shares or something. It's like, that is so much nerdier than watching a guy's head get lopped off with a laser sword. I'm sorry. Like, what the freaking... I, I took exception. I took exception. Not only am I not a nerd, and yes, yes, I'm still thinking about this. Yes, I'm extremely petty. Yes, my ego's out of control. But still, if it was, if my ego wasn't out of control, there wouldn't be a podcast, all right? But anyway, but I think we need to redefine the term nerd, you know? If you want to watch fucking anime, is that nerdier than freaking, I don't know, 
If you want to watch anime, what's what's something nerdy? I tell you what's I tell you what's nerdy. Like um, okay, what are this? <laughs> I'll edit out me thinking of an example, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, people like anime, right? People are like oh, you like freaking you know anime or whatever. What what are you a fucking nerd? It's like you don't have the Uber app and you're 26. I've tried to split Ubers with you for the last four years. You've never, you've weaselled out of every Uber you've ever been in. That is so much nerdier than watching Goku save the world. Okay. I think I've made my point. I wish it didn't take so long to think of that last example, but such is the magic of podcasting. But I will say, oh, 45 minutes. All right. Well, home straight on this one. Um, Okay, so, I'm going to put up the celebrity corona thing at the end here. Hope you enjoy it. Um, I can't remember who gets culled in the last one, in the third one, sorry. I believe maybe, I think this, I might cull the whole sport of rugby union. That's one of them. Or that's in the next episode. Um, so, enjoy that. And nothing to plug, but there's a few stand-up videos on Facebook and Instagram I've put up. Um, if you want to tag a friend in the comments and say, Hey, um, this guy's the best comedian, um, probably in Australia and also irrelevant, but his hair's right up there as well. If that exact comment, if you could put that on there, um, and tag some friends, spread the hype, give it, give it a share. That would help me a lot. So when shows do go back, um, maybe someone will come to them and we'll pack it out. You know, I'll tell you what, my Sydney shows were canceled, but they were selling. I'll say that right here, right now. They were selling. Okay, so coronavirus, you've got, you know, you've got a bad attitude, you've got a big ego, but I saw those ticket reports and my, you know, we were looking at some good shows. So if you want to tag a friend in the comments, that would be ideal. Thank you for listening and, uh, and enjoy this celebrity cull. All right, legends, welcome back to the Aussie celebrity corona cull episode three. Each week, I'll be culling three Australian-ish celebrities uh, who can no longer be celebrities once we come out of this pandemic. Make it clear, once again, they don't have to get coronavirus and die. That's not the point of the cull. I just think we're going to have not as many celebrity slots post-pandemic, and we need to just, you know, work out who our celebrities are so we know who to follow on Instagram. And I think we got we need to get rid of a few just to really make them the post-pandemic world a little bit more efficient. Okay, first up this week, we have the third Hemsworth brother. I believe his name is Luke, though no one knows for sure. Okay, now this guy, he's got all the genetics, all the, all the connections, all the family, all the money, all, he knows the right people. How is this guy not a movie star? There is no excuse, okay? There is just no excuse. Um, I mean, what, what are you doing, mate? It, it's there on a plate. Become an Avenger already. You know, I haven't seen him play a secret spy once. Um, I haven't seen him in any romantic comedies. I really am just not sure what this bloke gets up to day to day. Um, he is an actor. I'll let you know because obviously he hasn't really, he's, he's not been in any big movies that you know of. But uh, man, this guy, he's just, he's had every advantage given to man. Growing up in Australia, he was in Neighbours and Saddle Club. Okay, now that's what we call the Aussie launching pad to success. All right, you do neighbors, you become a superstar. You do saddle club, you know, 
some of those people went on to do a bit more acting, but you do Neighbours and Saddle Club, you have the support of a nation at that point, okay? You've got adults, you've got children, we all want you, that's a launching pad. Then your brother's a freaking Avenger, the other one's hooking up with Miley Cyrus, it's on. Become a movie star. Fulfill your destiny. And the bloke goes on to sort of, ah, not do too much, you know? He's been in a few movies, supporting roles. I mean, a Hemsworth in a support role. What year is it? It, it, it honestly blows my mind, you know? And uh, look, I will say the guy has been in Westworld as one of the main characters for the last few years. It's a popular TV show. You know, TV. Um, imagine that. Any other dinner table in the world, you sit down and say, yeah, I'm in Westworld. You're easily the coolest person at the table. At the Hemsworth table, I don't think they he even gets to tell them about his day. You know? One of the Hemsworth is like, yeah, I'm playing a, a, a super agent and uh, Miley will be around in a sec, you know? She's just going to see her before a big tour. This is before she broke his heart. But that's all happening. The other one's saying, yeah, I'm, I'm Thor. That's all he has to say. He goes, yeah, how was your day being Thor? Oh, it was pretty fucking wild. Me and Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. did a line in the back. It was insane. You know, and and Luke, they probably don't know his name either. They're like, I'm sorry, is it Luke? I'm sorry, how was Westworld? What episode did you shoot today? You know? Like, just, that must be the worst. That guy should change families. He really should, because you walk into any other family, you got a fucking plumber and an accountant. Have some of this, you fucking losers. I'm in Westworld. But at the Hemsworth house, this guy's the run to the litter. Imagine being on a successful TV show and no one gives a fuck. Dude, that's brutal. Every possible advantage he could possibly have, and he's not an Avenger. You've been cold, Luke Hemsworth. I'm sorry, we only have room for two Hemsworths in the modern world. Following that up, another bloke who has to go. This guy is not Australian. But through doing this uh, little segment, I've worked out there's really only about 12 Australian celebrities. And I can't just cull every single one of them because then we'll have no Australian celebrities. So the, if the odd foreigner slips through the cracks, just let it be. And this guy, uh, he's got to go, Prince Harry. You've been culled. I'm just wondering what more this bloke wants at this stage. I mean, he's a prince. So he gets everything he wants for no reason. Sweet. Lives in a castle. Awesome. Okay. You know, you're a prince. You're supposed to be very royal, whatever. This guy goes out on a bender for five years. You know, joins the joins the Air Force. Very admirable. Then goes on a bender. We're all on board with it. Hey, he's the... Uh, you know, he's the, he's the Joker prince. You know, he's he's the loose one. This is classic. All good. Don't worry about it, Harry. You know, we're, we're all paying for you to fucking have parties. All good, mate. It's just uh, the English taxpayers' dollars. You know, spend it however you want, mate. Vodka Red Bulls. Good idea, friend. Good idea. Um, you know, keeps his hair, even though it's clear baldness is rife in that family. Poor William is fucking dunking his head in the shino ball at his local bowling alley. Harry's still got a great head of hair. Then he marries a movie star. You know, you're supposed to marry a fellow royal, like a duke or a duchess, um, maybe a lordess, I'm not sure. Something with S on the end. Some chick who also lives in a castle. That's who you're supposed to marry. He married the hottest chick on the planet who is in a Showtime TV show. Okay, I mean, it's not really what a prince does. All good, all good. That's okay. And then he goes, actually, do you know what? Now that I'm married and I've taken you all for a ride and I've done whatever the fuck I want, 
Now that I'm married and my wife wants to settle down, I don't actually want to be a prince anymore. You know, I don't feel like it anymore. I want to be normal like you. You know, but thanks for the hundreds of millions of your money of dollars of your money that I've spent over the first 33 years of my life. It's been great. But uh, yeah, so that's okay because luckily my wife is filthy rich as well. So anyway, guys, thanks for everything. And uh, I'm still going to take some handouts from from the royal family. So I'll still be taking a bit of your money. But up now I'm going to take some of your money, but I won't have any of the public responsibilities that go with it. So if you go to shake my hand or say hi, you can just get fucked. And uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks for the memories, team. Prince Harry. I don't know who you think you are, but the royal family, I guarantee you, it's a generational thing. No one in my generation gives a fuck. Uh, you know, the time of the royal family is coming to an end, and so is your, yours, mate. You've been culled, okay? Because if you don't want to be a royal, you don't get to be a celebrity either, because that's what you're famous for, all right? So hit the road. You've been culled. And finally, this last guy, it could be argued that you know, he's sort of on the way down anyway, but I'm just going to stop the uh, madness here. Jared Hayne, uh, NRL, NFL, AFL, rugby union, fucking surfing champion. You've been culled. Um, I think we can all agree he's peaked, and I don't really see the point of having him as a public figure anymore. He's just, from here on out, it's just going to be, once he's done with the NRL, it's just going to be increasingly obscure foreign rugby union comps just getting as much money as he can. You know, he'll be playing freaking, he'll be playing rugby union in Canada and Iran and China, doing God knows what, playing against God knows who, racking up the cash. You know, he's done, he did the NFL, he flew the flag, that was crazy. You know? I don't think he even, he, did he ever play rugby union? I don't think he ever did. He had a go at rugby sevens. And it's just the dreams, the non-stop dreams, you know? It's so dramatic, you know, I've, I have a dream, you know, it's my dream to go to the NFL, it's my dream to go to Rugby Sevens, it's my dream to return to Parramatta, it's my dream to go to the shops, you know, it's my, it's my dream to buy some new shoes, like, mate, you can, you can actually complete a task without it being a dream, alright, how about you just have a goal, that's what normal people have, goals, you know, and then, and some of them complete tasks without having a fucking press conference, you know, this, this guy this guy goes down the shops and has a media scrum at the end going, I can't believe I did it. I'd like to thank my family. I'd like to thank God. It's like, dude, just chill the fuck out, all right? It's over. There are no more dreams. Just calm it down, all right? You've achieved all the dreams. And in a post-pandemic world, there's not enough dreams to go around. Everyone gets one dream post-apocalypse. And you're on, like, your 10th. So... No more dreams, no more celebrity status for you. You've been culled. And that is the three people I've chosen to cull this week. Prince Harry. I was, In fact, let's be honest, the whole royal family should be culled. In fact, we still have a royal family. Like, grow the fuck up, all right? What is this, the year 1612? I'm sorry, are the Scots invading? Like, what? A royal family. Like, gee, no. No. If you, if you want to be a royal family, you should have to freaking do shit that we did when it, we still actually needed a royal family. Like, ride a horse everywhere. And and your only security can be knights, you know? No AK-47s under the robes. No, no bulletproof glass. No, no web streaming to the people. None of this, you know? You want to be a royal family? Pretend it's the 1600s like you make us do. 
You know, we're all out here pretending we need a fucking queen. We don't. So why don't you pretend as well? But anyway, so Prince Harry's gone. And then, the, yeah, the third Hemsworth brother who I had to Google to make sure he even fucking existed. So I think we can all agree that's a culling right there. I believe it's Luke. Again, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I read his name, but I just didn't take the time or the care to remember it. M- much like most people, I would imagine. So catch you later, Jack Hemsworth or whatever the fuck. You've been culled. And that is Australian Celebrity Corona Carl Week 3. And let me know if you want someone culled. I'll cull anyone. I'm not afraid. So, so catch you next week for a culling. For a killing? For a culling? No, I think a killing is too aggressive. Catch you next week. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Because these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's on the me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.